Good morning, die-harders. Who's ready to live free or die hard? This is the SW Experience, and I am the Shogun. And here we go. That's not really his thing, though. I mean, he'll, like, Deadpool will address the audience, but he won't, like, reach out and, like, I don't know, pop through his screen or nothing. Like, he he's aware that he's in a movie, but he plays along anyway. He doesn't actively try to change yeah, the but, film. Uh, yeah. The thing is, he's gonna have to make it... He's gonna have to make the move to the MCU. So he still has to show up and he's still going to explain and I think that now that this has happened they will probably you know kind of explain it or maybe he will spend like oh yeah you know he bought us that's didn't weird you? though man you know, like, what universe is that movie set in is it in the MCU is it the Foxverse like what the, the newest the Deadpool movie I mean like, what universe is that going to be set in like It'll be the MCU, but of course, they will have to explain it in some capacity how these two universes converged. I think, personally, it's either they go the uh, the K-E-V-I-N route, or they go the Days of Future Past route, slash, you know, changing the past in that universe, in, you know, like intersecting. The end of Deadpool they 2, basically. Really... When he went back in time and exactly. killed other Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so he's kind of... They've all changed the multiverse in a, in a multitude of ways, even before they joined the So they might fold that over, or they just go She-Hulk, breaking the fourth wall. He just hops universes. Who knows? I think... The beauty at the, the not knowing, because we've known so many things for so long. I just want to be clueless. Now. I, I, I want to be clueless for one life, and not know what's gonna happen, and then be thoroughly surprised. There was um, there was a phase where we were like that at one point. Uh, I think, I think it was DC recently, where we t- we were talking about DC, and we were like. You know, for the first time, we truly have no idea what's going on. Like, exactly. And that's not always a good thing, man. Like, be, like keeping, keeping your audience in the dark isn't exactly wise. You see, so now I just. It's. It's like uncharted territory, uncharted waters. It's very interesting to be kind of out to know and feel like anything could be looming anything literally you know they could fucking throw lead you know like we don't know we don't know i think it's 98 but the fuck of it they don't really we don't know man. things are just the, so 
There's just two, yeah. two wows in a sense the because it's just like where because I didn't I didn't think you would go as far as speaking to writers or I mean maybe writers episode writers but now yeah. she's speaking to Kevin Feige and she's there and like a Disney lot it's 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 a lot. It kind of blew the gate open on some crazy bullshit that can happen. Yeah. But also just like, just be careful with the usage of that crazy bullshit. Yeah. I mean, Deadpool breaks yeah. the fourth wall, but he doesn't do it to an extraneous degree. You know, you don't see Deadpool speak alone. So, yeah. you know, that's super, super out there. But he does you know, talk to the guy who made the, the Deadpool character. He's in the movie, but he's in the movie as a character in the movie, not as himself. So that he technically doesn't wasn't count. playing like himself, you know, you yeah. have like a Stan Lee type of role. Yeah. And I, I'm, at the same time, I'm also kind of, I'm also relieved at Ige for not being a Stan Lee route, because I feel like he probably made that Stan Lee thing himself to be like he's the only you know, who is deserving of an actual else. Yeah. I, I don't think Kevin's camera, I think it was like, nah, I don't deserve to be movie as myself. Just make me into an AI. It would have been kind of strange to have Kevin Feige play a fictionalized version of himself. Just, you know, yeah. have him just like scrutinizing. Oh yeah, huh, cool. Look at that. You know, they're talking about the Marvel method Marvel formula, that was very surprising. I don't think I like, you know, bring it up. Yeah. Because that's like, it's so subtle and that you wouldn't expect anyone to speak about them, let alone if it's, you know, like about themselves or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hey, did you see, did you catch uh, Wong busting out Abomination from jail again? Yeah, I see. The thing is, Wong has no connection with the Thunderbolts, no connection with Val, so I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, I have no idea. I guess that means, I I'm, guess Wong busting him out of jail means he's not going to be in the Thunderbolts then. Cause... You see, which is so strange. What are you, what are you setting him up for? You want to put him in like a fucking Avengers, Dark Avengers team? Like, what, what's going on? Why are you training him? Why are you his friend? You know, and of course, Abomination is chilling. But like, clearly, he knows everything that's gonna happen. He's just like so chill, you know. I mean, so he, I don't know. I mean, dude used to be a soldier, man. Like, it obviously takes a lot to rattle that kind of guy. I mean, it makes sense he would be exceedingly chilled about these sort of things. He's done this before. I mean, him and Wong have pieced out before. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it'll be in developed this further with the potential to or um, just where they take this currently and then move into the cinema. Because I feel like the, it was it was pretty funny. I, I enjoyed the joke of seeing the big screen. He's like, really? He's like, no. I, I enjoyed that. That was like a uh-huh, you know, I, I played with you because if you fucked with my show, you know, no movie, no movie for you. 
But, um, yeah, that was fine. Car, pretty cool. Not, the, not, not, not like the casual, not like the Karen model, but like the fact that he's a he's a real thing in the MCU. Because again, in that in that like in that weird sort of uh, you know quick quick look first look, he's got a crazy ass cut. I understand, you know, maybe Stan Lee took, you know, maybe Stan Lee, like he gave America, maybe Stan is the only pop on 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 Sokal, Who knows? But. I'm not a fan of that crouching tiger hidden dragon look he's got going on. You see, I'm trying the best I can to be like, trying the best I can to be like, is it, is it because he has a fucked up hair in a, in a, in a bun? So when he lets it down himself, I don't know, maybe that's the case. You can't explain maybe it, once you, dude. That, just look at the guy. You can tell that his hair doesn't end there because you can see the stubble on his fucking head. You see, like that's problem. So, and also this is the guy who plays him. Um, I forgot his name, but he's like he's nineteen. No, he's twenty. Those cars, like at least twenty, which again adds credence to my other um, points from before that time was you know he really did age twenty time, but you know obviously, um, c- comparatively. In, in, in Earth's dimension, and you know it was like it was four years gone. But on Sakar, he aged in real time, twenty years. So Hawk was there for multiple decades, at minimum. He probably has more kids, but clearly Scar is in trouble. He had to bring him back. To something happened, and this will set up World War Hulk. Or panel, or both. Maybe we'll get flashbacks of the uh, Ragnarok era, you know, talking Hulk. I know my mate, you know, Gaia. And, like, we'll just see what truly happened. Because there's a lot of the surrounding that aspect of that run, especially since it was so shown in the movie. Because once again, even like people are fucking man thing. Man thing, how do you get back to Earth? Are they gonna retcon that? Was he never on Sakaar anymore? Like, a lot of questions to answer. You know, because why was Dr. Theodore, uh, why? How did he get there? Why did he. Was he exiled? Why? How did he get back on Earth? Did he steal a ship? Clearly, he left many years ago because you know, he's been chilling Earth being a man thing and you know um all mortals who feel the man thing will burn in his touch and he's just been frying motherfuckers and for years how many years i don't know how enough that werewolf by night can he, be like can them? Who knows? i mean he's super strong yeah. he's been around long enough but, that werewolf yeah. by night can say like you know like like i'm i'm here saving you again you know like you know they've clearly been friends for a while he's so clearly he's been on earth for a uh, so how long ago, years ago, was he on the car? Was he on the car in the mid two thousands? What the fuck? So yeah, yeah, so confusing. And again, this is the problem with like introducing characters actively, but then also having stakes of those characters existing. So 
I don't know. Because again, Man Thing's introduction is pretty timely given that, of course, Man Thing, traditionally in his law, he guides the swamp, and the swamp is a gateway to the multiverse. So, uh, are they going to introduce that swamp multiverse at? Are they going to ditch it? What are they going to do? I don't know. It's it, it, it's a lot to like digest, especially if you know like a lot of the cop. Yeah, I think yeah. it's one of those situations where Marvel just wants the character to be out there in the world. Like in the event, like they come up with something for him to do, it's like we have that option to pick him because he's still out there. You know, he's not you on see? some faraway planet or whatever. Yeah, so it's just, I, and of course, I also want the way he's doing right now, along, you know, um, Jack Russell, yeah. beautiful name. I fucking laughed when I read that, dude, like, wait, his name is Jack Russell, as in the... I mean, it's the most fitting name ever. <laughs> Come oh, have it, yeah. Oh, man, I got a so, chuckle yeah. out of me, man. Yeah. You enjoyed Werewolf by Night? What? Did you enjoy Werewolf by Night? Yeah, I, I called it phenomenal. Yeah. And again, everyone, everyone, I don't know if Marvel did it on purpose because to me it just seems too good to be true that they never once looked at the footage that you know was being created or being owned. And and you know and they go, well, this guy, you know I I I completely cannot understand how he has not been penned, especially from like an internal perspective because he should have been picked long time ago if Feige was happy with his final product on Level Five Night, you know he, he, he like from the get go, but he wasn't. And, you know, the show came out now, but uh, I don't know if Aggie has you know, who knows? I mean, but, you know, Faggy's a producer, I'll, clearly, I'll give him the thing, like, he might be busy doing a bunch of other shit, doesn't have the time to fully focus on one thing, but you are right, that Michael Giacchino should have been pegged for the direction of Blade the moment they were like, damn. We need a director. Like, just... Well, he's exactly, if, Shit. If, if Marvel, as a... As a can, can release a press statement, you know, saying that um, the previous director for Blade is out and no one is in yet. If they can release that, you know, haven't they internally gone, okay, guys, we need... We, we need Michael. We've seen what he did on He's our, he's our top choice. Like, they've said nothing. Have been hinted or teased. So, if anything, I wonder if they can get it. Like, and a big part of me just feels like you won't get it because, you know, sometimes Disney, you know, they're like real dick about certain things. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Thing is, like, I, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense that they go looking for an an, an outside like director like trying to find a guy who isn't already on their books because you already have an in-house director who's working for you 
and also does music man like he also does the scores for your movies he's got a great track record it's like dude it's good i don't know maybe like a surprise but again if it tries if you've, if you've all been like saying it and or guessing it you know then again a surprise. i i I don't think that it apparently ruins the surprise if even though we guess it, it does happen. I don't mm. think it ruins the surprise because yeah. just look at Dark Spider-Man No Way Home. We did, like we knew Andrew and, and Toby were in it, but we weren't like 100% sure. And yeah. then they were in it and it was crazy. And the same goes for um, Scar. You know, we knew he was in it, but we weren't 100% sure and he was in it. So I think maybe they're still playing coy and trying to drum up fan, fan week, you know, fan conversation. So yeah. maybe it's that. Maybe he's already been pinned a long time ago. And they were just waiting for the show to come out so that they could make us speak about it and kind of like set us up, even though they knew what they were doing from the start. So it could be that as well. It very well could be. But I'm not leaving anything to chance because there's definitely still such a thing appointment. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't always know for sure. Like um, for instance, in in Multiples of Madness, we knew that Tom Cruise was gonna be Doctor Strange. No, not Doctor Strange. That's just Invincible Iron Man. You know, Superior Iron Man. We knew. And then when the film you know, happened, bam! No Tom Cruise. Just you know, they couldn't get him in time. Yeah, they're saying that he didn't even have negotiation. And then, you know, and then, oh, since we a long time ago, you know, we had a that Patrick Stewart would be fighting Wanda. Like, we knew, we knew. But this concept does, yeah. We even, we even, the previous screenshot, remember that previous screenshot? From yeah, like, man. Back then, we like, oh. But, you know, we weren't too sure. And then it happened, but then it didn't happen. But then we thought, but it was still surprising to see him in general. Even like in the trailer, it was like, well, perhaps you tell him the truth. You know? Yeah, that was a mistake. Dude. Even though we knew that he, you see. So, I don't know. He could, he, I mean, as we speak, literally right now, as we speak, you know, October 16, he could be filming late right now, and we don't know. And yeah. they just haven't said it yet. We don't know. But it just seems like too many cards are in the right order. Too many things are in... Like, it's the perfect storm, dude. Like, never has a storm been so perfect. And it's too good to not be true for me. For me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just... Yeah. Yeah. It just, it lines itself up so nicely. It's like, it's such an easy layup. There's no way you can miss, basically. Exactly. So, maybe he's, maybe he's done. Maybe Mahershala's playing with the fans. You know, maybe he's, he's like deliberately, you know, feeding, like, certain information that's like, maybe, maybe incorrect. Maybe flat out a lie. Maybe half the truth. So who the hell? You know, maybe that guy left. You know, Michael was put on. Who can say? We can't because we don't know what's happening. And Marishla isn't really helping us. 
it's uh, I do hope it's him yeah either him or like someone better dude that's yeah you know even yeah. even if, like Guillermo you know yeah you know, I, I he would, did Blade 2 I wouldn't mind shit exactly you know I wouldn't mind Guillermo he knows himself you know he knows himself like around the genre but I just want someone who's foolproof I want someone who Someone you can't miss. That's what I need. Yeah, yeah. And what we do not... Oh my god, you missed. Oh my lord. That was like the biggest miss. I mean, Taika missed, but for different reasons. Just because he was a director. But Chloe just missed, you know. She just missed the whole month. Jeez, dude. Crazy. A rag on this poor woman like she made the worst movie ever. Like it's Arnold's isn't the worst movie. Like but no, it's not God the damn, yeah. dude. But it's boring. Yeah, just uh Yeah. Uh, hey man. What a year we've had. Just what a year we've had, dude. Dude, like so many <laughs> like so many Dude. Like, Are you worried about what kind of era? Am I worried? I mean, Ryan Coogler hasn't missed. I mean, he's proven. You know. He yeah. Creed, but... Black Panther. I mean, not really worried. You know, what's one thing? Yeah. It was not in Ryan Coogler's idea to change Nemo's hair and the name of Atlantis. I know that. That That's for sure. Yeah. So, even that was like so... How'd you do that? It was so random. Just why would Hello Ken. Oh dude, I will not Hello Ken, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I am no. I am not calling it Hello Ken. That's this that's your stance on this. Like I refuse to say this shitty name. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. It's it's advances. Yeah, no, that, that, that really worries me. And just name was for It just worries me. Dude. I mean, we, we can't worries. put two ragging on the dude, man. Like, it's just, there wasn't, you know, there was a pandemic. And, you know, there was no way to train. So I I give, you know, gotta give the man some slack. Just... But, bro, like, it's 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 one thing to, like, not... Dude, this guy doesn't even have pics. Like, you know how easy it is to get pics? You can do push-ups and get pics. But, like, he... Man, it's it's crazy. Pat doesn't have pics. He, you know, he has pics for days. You know, not he, not like a Batman physique, obviously. He doesn't have, like, you know, shoulders and arms. and But he has pics. That just has no pic. So worrying. And it just... For me, mostly, it's like... How is this the same... New store falls full time and time again. Can't see it. Now, if it was Daniel Day Kim of I-5-0, ooh, mm. dreamboat, I can Yeah. He wouldn't even have to get in shape. He's already in shape, dude. Like... He's been in shape. I-5-0, like, ooh, that's a beefcake right there. So, Not only that, but he actually wanted to play Namor. Dude, let it be known years ago that he wanted to be Namor. Just... 
he's been getting fan casted as much as Jasinski, and I don't know why he didn't get it. And I, I honestly don't know why Marvel went this. Like, 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 there's nothing that can, can that can explain it for me. Like, no one asked for Aztec. Make like no one. So I don't know why. You know, because obviously with like Doctor Strange and the movie being filmed, people were like, "Oh, the Asian one. No, he's an Asian caricature. He's pretty basic." Nah. I mean, Namor is true, given that he's not even. He has no Asian descent at all. His father's Irish. His mother's Atlantean. Whatever. But jeez, man, no one asked for this. At least people asked to change the Asian one, but no one asked for this, like at all. Yeah. Thing is, with the ancient one, it was a case of damned if you do, damned if you don't. But with this, exactly. it's a case of wait, we were pretty cool with what was already in place. What are you changing this for? It ain't broke, Dude, man. Just... No one had a problem with this. Like, even fucking Asians and they were like, no, give us fucking Nemo, Kim. Yeah. Oh my god, it's it's, it's just sad. It's just sad. I have and a theory. Lost the name. I mean, it's kind of shady, but like, you know, not about the Atlantis thing, but like why they would cast Huerta. I'm like, I'm not knocking the man's credentials as an actor. I'm far from it. Like, dude is on Narcos. I'm yeah, just, you know. They, I'm, yeah. I'm saying. I completely get you. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think he was cast and they made, like, you know, Atlantis, uh, uh, you know, a Mayan like thing because in the MCU there's not a lot of representation for that community and they realize yeah. like hey there's a market we haven't tapped like do we have any characters that can appeal to that market and it was no so they found a character that could basically be any ethnicity and they're like okay he's gonna be that guy he's gonna be our tapping into that market just that's what I think happened that's your problem because, like, even Mexican why the fuck is name or Mexican? <laughs> like, yeah, Dude. I don't know. But you know what though? He might just kill it acting wise. Yeah. So maybe we should give him a chance. So, you know, maybe, maybe. It's not, the acting is of no concern to me. I'm not concerned about his acting. Dude's got acting chops, man. But it's just the casting itself that bugged me. It's like... The closest thing I can explain it to is... um, The closest thing I can compare it to is when they cast Michael Keaton as Batman. Michael Keaton was not a bad actor. At no point in his career was he a bad actor. But the fact that he was cast to play Batman, it's like... What the? Like this average-looking dude is supposed to be Batman? Like, it's kind of like too, that, you know? It's this actor physically imposing. Yeah. But it's just now. Like, dude, Nemo is so physically imposing. You know, he's, he's. Re- I mean, you would have to be if you were a person who could be as agile as you are in the. You know, you would be ripped with fucking striation and your tricep, your bite. Jonathan Majors, if you were like a very good fit. Well, that's... Oh my God, you would, yeah. you know? Yeah, he's big. Shit, he's big. So it's, dude, 
I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, Majors has been big, but, like, he's, he's beefy now, man. Like, shit. Yeah, and, like, he got bigger as well. Bigger for just playing Kang. Which, to me, is so bad. He doesn't need to beef up. You know, Kang wears a suit, you know, the entire time. You know, besides his... Yeah. But just... Man. We have... And you see, I don't say I don't trust Kevin. Ah, Kevin, what are you doing? Like this better have a point. Like I, I hope this has a point. Because if it doesn't, I, I will be just so disappointed in everything. Yeah, and the payoff better be befitting of all this crap. Huh. Like, yeah, um, man. thing is like. The, I keep coming back to the Atlantis thing. Like, we renamed Atlantis. Like, there's this argument like, oh, uh, we didn't want to, like, look like we're riffing on Aquaman. Like, dude, what the... Like, he came first. Nemo came first. Dude, like, it's so disgusting. They, they We've kind of fallen into the Shazam, Captain Marvel trap. Yeah. We we used Captain Marvel before, and you know, even though that other character came first, so it's like, oh my God, we fall into the trap now. Oh, you think that horrendous. if you think if the the DC EU had released Shazam before Captain Marvel, Marvel would have renamed the Carol Danvers. Oh, definitely. You you would like Ms. Marvel book because again, you know, that's like yeah. Ms. Marvel. Uh, obviously, before she actually took a back of Captain, yeah, when Marvel, she had like the you know the put the big thunderbolt on it, yeah. So, um, oh and again, I wouldn't have minded watching the exact same movie, except she was called Ms. Marvel. I wouldn't have minded. It's you know? very little difference. Just yeah, very little difference because no one really calls like Captain Marvel. She's not really captain of anything. Think about it. Like, Jude Law's character was the dude in charge of her team with the, the Kree and shit. Yeah, the so. reason she captain is because on Earth she was an Air Force captain. Yeah. So she kept that ranking being from the military. Her being a Kree Air Force operative. Yeah. Even though in the comic technically speaking because again Carol Danvers of, of the 60s was like arm candy for Marvel um, and Marvel was a captain in his Cree team so he died in inheriting the mantle but obviously when they rebooted the in the 90s they made Carol an Air Force you know former you know f- uh, jet flyer and whatnot. they kind of like re- rewrote her character but so, you know, from that, you know, she became a captain in two. One, from inheriting Marvel's title, and two, because she's actually a captain on Earth, like Captain Steve Rogers and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's just, I, uh, I, I, I honestly would not have minded if the name did not say Captain Marvel on the poster. I really wouldn't have, I wouldn't have cared. But this is just so much more drastic this is so 
This is overkill. Talokan, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? My lord. This is overkill. Oh, shit. Oh, it's... Edmund, your thoughts on Namor not being the main villain? Because in an interview, dude said, um, like, Huerta said that, you know, uh, Latinos are always playing the villains, and, like, it's nice to play a character who's more of an anti-hero. You think Namor should have been the main villain? or? You see, the thing is, I mean, the whole thing he says, it's kind of incorrect, dude. Not a lot of Latino villains, let's be honest. There's not a lot of them. There's a lot of white villains, a lot of, you know, just, I guess, alien villains, but there's a lot of Latino villains. Like, this is, this is not the 90s. You know, it's not the 90s. I don't know where you kind of got that from. But, you know, I, I don't think that, like, the Latino community really cares that this kind of name or evil. Because, I mean, just to... To begin with, they wouldn't have needed a better represented Latino figure um, in media if they simply hadn't made an Indian Mexican guy to begin with. So it's kind of like, well, you're saying, okay, well, my people need representation, but you weren't supposed to be Aquaman to begin with. You, you weren't. You just weren't supposed to be him. So. Just because you're a villain doesn't mean you should change the character. The only reason why the character is not going to become a villain anymore is because he was made into a Mexican. And he didn't need to be Mexican at all. You know, he didn't need to be. So, it's just... It's just so... It's just rough, to be honest. It's rough. Folds it's into that, like, um, that theory of like they were trying to reach a certain market and they figured there's no way that market will accept us if their representative in our brand is a villain. So let's make him more of an anti-hero. So they'll be like, oh, exactly. hey, representation, you know, like, yeah. We just didn't need that. It just and, raises uh, the question, uh, if Nemo's uh, not the bad guy, who is? <laughs> See, I, I can't tell you. I know this, but I can't tell you. Remember when I said that I saw I saw crazy, crazy, crazy spot? Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I've seen some crazy things. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what can I say? <sighs> oh, okay. Uh, Namor, right, as a character, still needs a lot of work. Okay. He's unrefined. The villain will definitely be better than Nemo, but it's still sad that Nemo has been reduced so drastically, both in villainy and, um, I guess, motivations and stuff like that. And just everything, dude. The fucking, you know, this graphic underwear palace, does he, like, I don't even know. There's there's a lot I know, but when it comes to that, not even the deepest of leakers have an explanation on what he's treating a Mexican dude. Because 
I think it was it. Ooh. Okay, I've I've I forgot now, but yeah, I just I feel like just went about it in the wrong way. Yeah. They definitely just went about it in the wrong way. It's definitely could have been there's so many things like we look at and say yeah this this could have been done better or this could have been handled better than yeah how like it was handled. yeah mm, you know <clears throat> so it, yeah dude but they're still gonna like tune into the film it's not a case like oh they didn't cast who i wanted i'm not gonna watch the movie like nah i'm still exactly. gonna watch the movie, like the right? movie many many in fact, might have a very good yeah. given that it's you know a Black Panther movie and Black people obviously show after the movie. But yeah, man, that whole Nemo thing—it's definitely yeah. dragging the attention away from what should be a Black Panther movie. Exactly, and I think with the other elements. Those elements, they definitely do make a better movie. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a save. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what I can say. There's elements to make it better, but I don't think it'll be enough to like save it. Hmm. Yeah, I get you. It's gonna yeah, be it's a, just... Yeah, totally. The movie was kind of doomed to be... There's a bad passing and R.I.P. Chadwick. Yeah. You know, because the really... script was being written while he was alive. So he just bowed out. And now the so studio's got to scramble. Pretty much everything that... Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. Which is very unfortunate. It, it leaves you in, in a tight spot, director and writer. Because every, everything you have, like you have to start from square one. Imagine the week Chadwick died, the doctor, they probably went back to Marvel, sat at like a round table, and they were just give out a deep sigh. And they were like, what do we do now? Because it's, it's over. You know, at some point, there had to have been a discussion. I mean, as sad as it would have been to have, there had to be a discussion yeah. about should we recast the role or should we just. Leave oh, it? dude. Yeah. Have, I, I, I'm, I'm certain they've been like. Because if you can have a, a public reveal of Harrison Ford being the new boss, like a public look reveal, then. Oh my God! They've been several internal meetings about Chadwick, several. Yeah, but at they've, the they've same, yeah. that, at the same time, it wouldn't be fair to like whoever they cast, whoever they picked to like replace him. If they did decide to replace him, it wouldn't be fair to that guy, dude. Like, you know, people are gonna hate yeah. you just for taking the part. There's people are gonna hate you. Like, you couldn't yeah. even if you haven't filmed one single scene. There's gonna be this hate, like. 
this guy is mm. replacing Chadwick Boseman, you know, fuck this guy or whatever. You just, know, who do you yeah. think you are? Yeah, they definitely been like that kind of story. And just... But at the same time, man. Yeah. And those are some big shoes to fill, dude. Those are some pretty big shoes to fill. Cause Very. In all Very. honesty, Ross was... Ross could have been done by... Let, let's be honest, there's a lot of people who could play Ross, but... Definitely. The, the way Chadwick... Slap a yeah. white guy. <laughs> and that's Ross, you know? Yeah. But Chadwick Boseman, the way he did T'Challa and Black Panther, and even in Civil War, like, he was... Yeah, he definitely brought something to the role that you're like, damn, they really made like the right call. Dude. Yeah. But, like... The first for, scene yeah. of Chadwick gave him goosebumps. As we arrived in the airport, and he's speaking inside the mouth. Of course, the mouth wasn't as a He kind of had, like, a little echo. And then he... Like he lands on my and goes, yeah, I'm like, that's too Yeah, yeah dude, like, like it's so real. So, you know, and then and Cap, of course, is behind me. So, oh, it's fantastic. Dude. Fantastic. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I, I can't see that being replicated. Mm. But, like, yeah, damn. But it, it still sucks. Still yeah. sucks regardless, and I think at some point you do have to move on. You really, yeah. But move on with honoring, not just move on to put it like in the. Uh, yeah, hey dog, what's up? It's definitely a, an unenviable task to do as a filmmaker, though, man. Like. But with, um, I, I remember you recall, like, Civil War, I just, there was this scene, like, he hadn't, he hadn't put on the suit yet, like, I hadn't seen him as Black Panther yet, he was just T'Challa, and T'Chaka had just died, right, like, he was sitting outside, like, World Court or whatever, Natasha walks up to him. It is not the end, correcting that bloody drain. Dude, like, damn, dude, like. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's a that right after that, right after that he stands and like you know Black Widow's like we're gonna we're gonna bring him in like talking about the Winter Soldier, and dude gets up and he's like don't worry, I'll kill him myself like oh shit, <laughs> yeah. he's just he's he's so kind he's also so understanding and he's sweet he's a perfect like for me Chadwick right as Chadwick could do Chadwick could do Ali. You know, he could do Glory, he could do um, Malcolm X, but Denzel and Will can't do, maybe Denzel, but the, they can't do T'Challa. They can't. Yeah. You know, there's just, there's a level of regality that Chadwick brought to the role. And as much as I do want to see him one day as like that child return but then I can't because he's dead but then actually let me shut up now because I'm, 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 I was about to say something dumb not dumb but spoilery but yeah. just as much as seeing him again would be wonderful I understand that no one will ever ever do it like he did and I I've come to accept that I've come to accept that and it's fine 
Yeah. It's honestly fine. But god damn, man. Hey, we lost a good one, man. Just... A very good one. Yeah. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Hey, man, the, what weirded me out, though, is that weirdness <laughs> at the Oscars the year he died. Dude, like, the whole thing seemed set up like, oh, he's going to win. You know, he's going to get a posthumous award, dude. They even made it, like, the final award of the night. Because normally the final award is best film. Then yet, that year, the final award was best actor. So it's like, it seems like, oh, damn. You know, like, Chadwick Boseman is going to get a posthumous award. They even, like set it up so that it's the last award given and the crowd goes home happy. But then, swerve! It's Anthony Hopkins instead. Like, I mean, Anthony Hopkins is a great actor, but like, dude, what the, what was the point of all this then? Exactly. It's like, was it, was it, was it for nothing? Was it? I was so confused, yeah. dude. Even it, dude, it, it kind of brings that meaning, but Dude, even Anthony Hopkins himself was like, uh, the, the, he didn't think he'd win. Even he didn't think he'd win to the point that he wasn't there when they called his name. He wasn't there. He was at home. Like, when he found out he won, he, like, he, he was at home. <laughs> Just, dude, such an out-of-nowhere reveal. Like, and it was so confusing. Even in his speech, he was like, you know, like, I didn't expect to win. Like, he honestly thought it would go to Chadwick Boseman. So I'm just like, fuck, man. What's going on here? <sighs> yeah, I get it. <sighs> it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. But I I hope it makes sense. Because I, I, I don't like things that don't make sense. I really don't. In the end, this has to make... It's, yeah, it's got to be going it. somewhere, man. Like, they have to be going somewhere with this. You know, just... Yeah, somewhere, dude. Somewhere. And, you know, it might take a few years. Definitely. That's what sucks, dude. Just about the MCU. <laughs> they set something up, and it doesn't get a payoff for, like, five years. Like, uh. Dog. I mean, Doctor Strange, man. Thanks. We're I mean, not going to see that in this phase. Dude. You know, he has appeared in his... Damn, bro, 2016? Six years? That's fucking ridiculous, man. And get this, dude. We still we still haven't paid off that Mordo at the end of the first Doctor Strange movie where he's, like, stealing people's magic and shit. Is it, he still out there? Like, it's just... it, Again, when Derek was filming the movie, um... Obviously, Mordo was still the villain. But it wasn't reverse of Madden. They kind of checked the movie from Krypton, and then they just kind of were like, okay, well, we are dealing with um, Marty. So, I just, I don't know, dude. What do you think? What's your takeaway? On Multiverse of Madness, not having Mordo as a villain? Just like what they did, like Scott Dixon deciding to use his always like a jumping off point of the multiverse, even though Loki had given us a crash course before. Mm. It just, it doesn't, ah, I don't think it, it works, man. Like using, 
thing is, like you said, Loki gave us a crash course on the multiverse and like timeline yeah. splitting and everything before this. So you having Doctor Strange also try to do that and be like, hey, you know, there's something wrong with the multiverse, you know, you know, having Clea come in at the end, like you've yeah. caused an incursion, whatever, whatever. Like it doesn't really work though, because number one, it doesn't pay off what was set up in the previous Doctor Strange movie. And number two, like, that's more of a science thing, dude. Like, that's a sci-fi thing. Yeah. Doctor Strange deals with mysticism and demons and all that. Just... It's just, it's just... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if Scott will come back. I don't think he will. He seems like a very petty man. <laughs> but maybe he will, and when he does... He might get out. But also, um, I think Derrickson is a very... Which is why he wanted to make Mordo the villain of this. And Mordo, you know, like, like a better words, she just ain't... He's not built for that kind of... Like, he just... I, I perceive that he's not built for this life. Uh, this life is a way to life. He's not main villain. He's not primary antagonist status, basically. Exactly. Like, it's a bit about this pay grade. Because, you know, like, Mordo isn't a weak guy. He's practically Doctor Strange, you know? But, like, not, you know, just not good and yeah you know and and also more spells which again is you know wouldn't that just be Caecilius like like it can be argued because it seems to me that Mordo had been groomed all the time well he thought he was being groomed all the time to 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 success the ancient one but evidently the ancient one all Stephen Strange was her actual success. So, yeah, I just think maybe they kind of they kind of fucked over Scott having you know a blueprint ages back for what yeah. needs to happen, which makes you wonder then why wasn't. I guess Scott known because you can tell Scott and maybe he'll say, okay, I can change this. But I just feel like Scott just didn't want to play any ball. Like Scott didn't want to play ball at all. Fuck you guys. Like he had a clear vision and he wasn't going to deviate from it. Exactly. If, if, if they told him, then, you know, perhaps you might have gotten some Mordo. Mordo is his baby, you know. Mordo was the guy that he wanted to be Strange's like premier villain and of course it, that didn't happen or rather I would say it didn't happen in order but like I guess it still happened regardless you know what I mean in a way yeah like the closest I can compare it to is like um, you know you know like a guy like Scorpion from the Spider-Man thing like that character 
Mm. It's like mm. if you took that character, you know, like in Spider-Man: Homecoming, there was that guy, Michael Mando, and everyone like, oh, he's gonna be Scorpion, he's gonna be Scorpion. It's like setting up that mm. guy to be Scorpion, and then in the next couple movies, they're just like, now nah, we're, we're gonna go a totally different route, you know? Like he's like we're not gonna have Scorpion at all. That's basically what happened. So just yeah, and you know, the director it's... wasn't having none of that. You know, he wanted his guy to be Easy. the main dude. And you mean how like Scott has hasn't said anything significant about just. Aftermath of that movie, because that movie was, you know, it wasn't like a time ago, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And for him to not have, like, made, like, I, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Though with, um, one of the things I read online was that he wanted to introduce more horror elements into the script. Hence the, which is like okay, so it would be fitting. Hence the name, Multiverse of Madness. He wanted to add more of a horror mm. horror vibe to the script, and Marvel exactly. and them weren't really feeling that because, but yeah. then it's weird. It's doubly weird because the dude to replace him is Sam Raimi, and that's his whole vibe. So, yeah. so like what the fuck? Like you swap out one perfectly good guy for another, but for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 we got is indicative of the production level, yeah. just from the crew. Just you know, most things are like leftovers from the first movie, with Sam Raimi sprinkling in the directing chair, and then a complete waste of time for Michael who didn't even finish a lot of the movie. Yeah, the script wasn't and, finished, dude. Like, Raimi and Cumberbatch had to write some of it. Like, what the fuck? Like, OG is that? And even that, like, even that's just worse because... Yeah. There's just nothing. There's not nothing out there for us. Yeah. There was this sense of, um, in the film, in Multiverse of Madness, you noticed there was really a sense of, we need to get from A to B to A to B to A to B. They never really stuck around yeah. much anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Did you, how did you feel about, like, those very right-esque transition? The transitions? Oh, I kind of liked them, man. They were pretty good. You know, just, it. it's different from what I'm used to, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Because I don't want these movies yeah. feeling the same. Because they shouldn't. Like a Doctor Strange movie and a Captain America movie shouldn't have the same style of filmmaking to it. Just... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Though, dude, I have but... one complaint, though. Dude, you notice how a lot of the Marvel shows, whether it's Captain America or... Like, and, or, like, even Secret Wars, from what we've seen, they're all trying to be, like, win a soldier. Like... Mm. Like, yeah. The like the tone and yeah, and the, you see, I yeah. think it comes down to the consequence of being a grounded piece of entertainment in general. Yeah, 
because if you're grounded, there are so many things, and because of that, you guys are like they have like a a very not like but more like very similar. Yeah. You know, very similar ingredients. What I mean. Especially with the fights, like. Yeah. Yeah. Just lots of, and I'm not even like um, like also like Black Widow, you know, kind of flips and because yeah, again, Elsa. Um, the name Blood Blood Ridge. I don't even know, but you know she does like a Black Widow thing the, to the to the Scottish hunter. So, you know, that's kind of like it's kind of like that. Yeah. Being like a DNA type of thing, like an MCU DNA. Yeah, like, um, well, this one character fights this sort of way. Now other characters have to do that. Other characters like them must fight this certain way. Yeah. You see, so. Yeah. Because I don't think Faggy has any plans for a, for a third movie. I mean, he, he, he obviously will be. These days, everyone gets a third movie. Guardians, Thor, uh, you know, like everyone, Spider-Man. So I don't think, you know, Strange will bow out with two movies under his name. He's, no, we're, we're still going to get him. Maybe the second time we do, or maybe in in this case, the third time we do, Mephisto, you know, yeah. some Sasha Baron Cohen, <laughs> just so funny. Fuck, dude. How he's the guy who's, uh, in, yeah. I, I read that, I, dude. I was like, what the fuck, dude? This is pretty freaking absurd. No, I, just. I see Sasha evil. Yeah, I see Sasha that. But like, been, come on. If he's not smiling, if, if he's not like boring it up, he yeah. kind of has like a sinister face. I can see it as like Mephisto. It's very sleek and long. But still, man, he's Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, what are you doing? Dude, like this. Like, where'd you even meet? Like, honestly, where'd you meet this? Who even pitched this? Like, Tell me, you seriously tell me somewhere in Marvel they were having a meeting like who should we get to play Mephisto and someone raised up their hand and said Sasha Baron Cohen. Like just, nah, you'd be laughed out of the room. Just, just the most uh, out of box, unexpected casting of all time. But somehow it maybe could work. It's, it's such a very small chance. But, you know, the youth like, Because now I gotta worry about the accents, I gotta worry about just the way that he'll look. Yeah. Like, is he gonna be a regular looking guy? Is he gonna have CG and makeup? Like, just. Yeah. You gotta worry about the voice, dude. Because, like, you just. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And you see, the thing is, it's not shot great voice you know he, he's good with impressions and stuff like that but oh come on man the dictator are you fucking kidding me <laughs> yo, yo i don't know hey oh dude like it could be true it, it, it really could be that's the scariest part 
what's an out-of-the-box casting that you initially didn't think was going to work, but actually blew you away once you saw it? Because for me, it was Paul Dano as the Riddler. When I saw that casting, I'm like, what? Paul Dano? Like, the... the yeah. Like, <laughs> Because everything prior to then, like, dude has never been menacing. He's never been a menacing, like, scary individual. He's always been getting punked out by people who are menacing. Like, and now here he is as this sinister fucking dude shoving rats down people's throats. Like, the fuck happened, man? That genuinely caught me off guard. But that was such an out-of-the-box casting and it worked. You got one? Like, you got a, a casting where you were like, nah, this is too far, man. And then it just surprised you. Okay, let's see. I think I would have to go with maybe... Jesus, they make you so much money and like do all you, they do what you ask of them. You're no, ready. no hassle, you know. dude. Like, look at Ray Fisher, man. Look what, look how dirty they did Ray Fisher. Like, throughout the production of Justice League or whatever, you never heard one bad word about Ray or any of the filming or whatever, and yet they threw him under the bus. The disgusting, rampant gaslighting. Like it's the it's the gaslighting, the it's the level of like corporate espionage. But like, oh no 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 no! There were there were no allegations against Charles Whedon. And then, like like the lies, the cover up, and awful. Where did that serve you? Where did it lead you? What did it give you? Give you nothing. Yeah, it was fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. Uh, and now we're just... We're stuck in a post-cyborg reality. And the old Who is, like, from... From the age of old. Mm. Who is just permanently done dirty. Just permanently. It's sad, man. Sucks. I mean, hey. I mean, for Ray, maybe not as much as he used to. But he's getting more work now. Yeah. They try to blackball him at work. But it still just sucks. Thing is, with um, everyone who was in Justice League, apart from Henry Cavill, has gone on to something else within the DCEU. Flash is getting a movie... Wonder Woman, exactly. Aquaman, you know, apart from, like, Ben Affleck's Batman and Superman, like, everyone else has moved on to other shit. Dude, even Batman is coming back, so, yeah. Yeah. Like, even if I will see him in, in Aquaman and, you know, they're they're shooting more Flash. Which is weird. There's a lot that's happening. It's so weird, like, they were like, because for the longest time, it they is. were like, we can't Definitely. do reshoots, like, and now here they are doing reshoots, like. And it, it literally goes to show that if they really want to, they, if they really, really wanted to, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I just keep hearing that, remembering that argument of, no, we can't edit out Ezra Miller, he's in every scene, and we can't do reshoots because it would be too expensive, and yet, here we are, doing reshoots that will no doubt recast or totally replace the role placed by Ezra Miller, just... Exactly. They they found a, to minimize Amber Heard's screen time to like minute, but you can't do reshoots that give us a different flash. Because again, it would mostly be like body doubles from scanning. But all I know, my guy, is that like 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 those reshoots for the purposes of like replacing the flash, they wouldn't even cost ninety mil, and we know that they can easily throw away ninety. You know, so mm-hmm. hey, if you have 90 mil to piss in the wind, then you can surely fucking erase every single You can surely do that. Sure. Like, you know? Yeah. It's just. You can't tell me that you have 90 mil to piss in the wind and cry, cry foul when we ask us, or when we ask you guys to remove Ezra. You removed the whole movie. Just, just saying. That's a you whole know, ass movie gone. They needed an entire movie. Yeah, like I don't, I, I don't ever want to hear any complaints from Warner Brothers. Oh, boo hoo! We have no money left. No. You have money. You have fucking comics. You have game. You have everything. Like in at no point in history has one company owned every single faction of of the specific it. Than a superhero medium. No, at no specific point. Always been licensed and and oh, there's an agreement and then this and then that and that. No, like everything. How fucking bad is every single thing? It's crazy. That's fucking crazy, man. That was just bad business, man. On account on DC's count, that was a terrible business decision. Terrible. I possibly the the most terrible business deal of all time. Yeah, and you know damn well what they got when they initially sold ain't even close to what WB is making now. Oh my God, not dude in seventy money. Oh my God, oh my lord. And I just wonder, I wonder if any of the execs in charge of the sale back then are still alive. And I just like. What did we do to the world? We doomed the world. Dude. Oh, dude, that's dude. it. I just... Yeah. But I can't keep... Dude, I just... Whenever I think of DC selling themselves yeah. to WB, I remember that at one point, DC actually tried to sell themselves to Marvel... And the dude over at Marvel said that they're not worth the money. What the fuck? Who gives a shit what they're offering? They're offering to sell themselves to you. Pay up. I think it was petty. I don't think they treated the... I think it was just like, ha ha, you guys are struggling. We're not struggling. We're about 20 years from struggling. So ha ha, you're struggling. You're not paying me. But it was mostly petty. Kind of like Blockbuster and Netflix. Because yeah. Blockbuster, you know, they 
definitely could have afforded Netflix in the, the 90s, late 90s. But they didn't it, you know. Mm-hmm. Of a bit of an ass. But I think with Marvel, they were just priority and just arrogant to be like, <clears throat> you're, you're struggling, bro? <laughs> Could have been me. We come you. With, you know, a popular TV show, which would be The Incredible Hulk. Truly. But I think it was mo- mostly just overconfidence and arrogance in the face of... The... Yep. But imagine, like, imagine if Marvel DC, how crazy would that be? Dude. If one comic company owns two comic universes. That would be nuts. Forget that. Yes. Imagine Disney owning Marvel and DC. Just one... Not because what that would mean is that Marvel would have sold characters name them back like if we couldn't get like a like a solo Batman film Batman to New Line or something like how crazy would that be dude Zack Snyder's entire Snyderverse wouldn't have happened if DC was owned by Marvel exactly. like exactly like, we, yeah. we definitely be in a different in our timeline and yeah. perhaps you know multiverse it, it, it not Thanks to the theory of relativity. That point in the multiverse, the version of us who are speaking about something to do Marvel, owning both Marvel and you know, that's done to the superhero medium. And I, like, would we even have an MCU of this? Like, I don't know. I, I can't say we wouldn't or we would. The best thing is so drastic when it comes to the that the smallest thing, right? Like, yeah. even something as small as how the being created still would have affected us today. Ways, drastically. Okay, like, I might, if I didn't. It's so drastic that me, as an individual living in South Africa and whatnot, I might not have a daughter if how the Duck was never invented. Which is weird, because I, I don't even read how you know, anything like that. But the butterfly effect is so strong. So imagine if Marvel bought DC. What kind of butterfly effect would that? Be? That's fucking mm. ridiculous to think of. You know. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Get this: um, the story, as related in Sean Howe's Marvel Comics: The Untold Story, says in 1984, mm. Warner Bros. Top Brass thought DC was dead weights. <laughs> And offered I mean, that's true. What the fuck? I thought DC was dead weights. Like, DC was really slummy in the 80s. Superman for Quest for Peace, and just, oof, just horrible. Yeah. And of, there was, like, the several failed TV show. You know, there was the, there was the Shazam show that failed. Google show that failed. Super Meanwhile, Marvel was still, you know, killing it with, with fucking, you know, John Hammond, Spider-Man, and Brignos Hulk. Like, they were doing these, they were, you know, Electric Company, Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. They, they were doing quite well. The damn, Man dude. was probably Yeah, I mean, know, with his but then again, friends. yeah, DC was five years away from Batman 89, so, yeah. Yeah. Dude. So, at some at some point at timeline they kinda got their act together. But again, 
we have to accept that that's bully bird. Not as much DC as a bird. So yeah. whoever had the bright idea of even getting Burton or even calling him, that man deserves a Nobel Peace because he he is like he is somewhat responsible for like the DC Renaissance in a sense because if if not for Burton, right? If not for eighty nine, have eighty nine, we wouldn't have gotten the DC AMU with the Tim Burton Batman anime series because that series is very you know heavily inspired by the eighty nine movie. Even like the theme, you know, Alfman score. Like, there, like I think Tim Burton doesn't get a lot of credit for what he single-handedly helped usher in, creation-wise, and just as from a static standpoint. Mm. But he did a lot for the media, much as Sam Raimi did. For- yeah, I would say that Tim Burton is. DC's Sam Raimi. I don't want to. I don't want to use Nolan because Nolan's a, Nolan freaking kind of confusing at times. Yep. And, um, he loves story, and Sam loves story. And just I, I think those elements go together yeah. much more. But yeah, man, Burton. Gee, we, we we wouldn't have Conway. We wouldn't have Mark Hamill Joker if 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 not for Tim Burton. We wouldn't have Harley Quinn if not for Tim Burton. Like goddamn. Yeah. Like he Yeah, like the butterfly effect on that part is particularly crazy. If Marvel Just buys from... DC back in eighty four, there's a chance Batman eighty nine doesn't happen. Or if it does happen, it does not happen the same way. Yeah. And because of that, you might not even have Kevin Conroy Dude. voicing Batman in the movie. You might have Harley, but she, she probably would have been like a one-episode character. She wouldn't have been popular. You know, because again, Harley had to have been written well to come back as a character, become a recurring character, and then become canonized. So, damn, Harley could have been an obscure character one episode of that of the of, of that show mm. in in like another time you know because she just probably wouldn't have been written so or written as good yeah dude just they were really and even with batman 89 they were really like spinning their wheels man just because they yeah. initially started work on it in 86 but they didn't start filming until 88 because like that's how long it took for them to like green light a script. Initially, yeah. and get this, initially they wanted to mimic a similar style to Superman. Like, WB, do you not watch your own movies? That movie sucked. It's, 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 it's also falling it's in the trap of making certain heroes people who they aren't. Mm. Imagine if they tried to make a like hopeful symbol for for choose an american bank that would have been so jarring yeah very reminiscent of 60s people uh, uh thingy uh, uh adam west type of yep you know content but not in the 90s the 90s was like a very badass era. like everyone was like oh we're so badass now we're so serious and i think that's where the whole serious thing came from like yeah. the 90s 
there was a lot was of a like a grungy feel going on in that era, yeah. Oh yeah, like the Todd McFarlane, you know, your like that that art style, and, you know, that that like sharp edges and serious faces, and yeah, and night. Ooh, it was so grungy for no. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but for, it was a good thing. I mean, look at all the movies we got out of the nineties. That 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 grunge yeah. vibe to him, and it worked. Yes, it worked. Definitely did. Yeah. You know, we got. I mean, shit, man. Nineties gave us. Like the nineties gave us spawn. You know. Yeah. Gotta love the nineties. They gave us spawn. Ish. For his and the crow, but like, for as much as I'll praise the nineties, the nineties also gave us Batman and Robin. Oof. Yeah, shoot. Colorful directorial style. It was Maybe, so uh, weird, though, dude. Just how did we go from Batman '89, then Batman Returns, all the way to Dan Robin? Because Batman '89 and Returns had the same like gothic, like dark vibe to them. But then, you somewhere I afterwards we lost point. the plot. Yeah. Uh, me. You see, I'm I'm sure because I've never really Googled this properly, but I think at some point there was like a change of leadership yeah. that thought the camp for some reason. So they were like, "Ooh, let's let do camp again," yeah. and clearly camp was not back. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie is not before. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of killed the entire franchise. So, yeah, camp. It suffices to say, camp was not back. And whoever had hypothesized it to be back should have been tired. And I hope that they were. In the 90s, dude. Like, just, you thought camp was going to work in the 90s? Camp is back, baby. I blame Michael Jackson. Because at that point, their music videos were very experimental. He's, like, saying. So I think that, like... Michael Jackson. Schumacher. Directed several Michael Jackson videos, as well you know other industry people. So I think they thought, okay, if there's anyone to bring camp, this guy, and that was not a good idea. Mm. Definitely not. But if not him, they wouldn't have killed the franchise. And if the franchise hadn't been killed, wouldn't have had a direction, which would have been Nolan's job. Yeah. So, everything happens for a reason in, in, in a very fucked up way. You know? Yeah, with the bad comes some kind of good. You know? Yeah. If not for Batman and Robin, we don't get Batman Begins, so... Exactly. Yeah, that's a good trade-off. And though. we don't... Yeah. We don't get Goyer. Um, you know, what about going to convince... Nolan to direct Man of Steel mining and then them getting Snyder and then Snyderverse and Affleck and then Cavill so yeah it's once again the butterfly effect way it drastically you know kind of makes things better yeah it definitely does though but um mm. 
with Batman Begins, do you which you would you say you enjoy more, eighty nine or Batman Begins? In terms of this is Batman's first, I mean Batman's first movie. This is going to be very controversial, very. But I enjoyed '89, like I really enjoyed it more than I should have. Maybe I just I think it's just the the perfection of how you had the who'd never like read Batman in his life, but he was still able to construct a superhero story. Because he knew how to write characters. You know, he knew how to write characters. And I think that's the magic with Tim Burton. That he knows how to write character. Just look at the nightmare before Christmas. Like he, he knows how to write compelling character, tragic characters, characters who you want to see more. And I think he took a lot of that when doing like... Bruce Wayne and in Nicholson's Joker written in a very comic accurate way. I mean, for the, I mean, the start of being Jack Napier and all that and, you know, gangster and there's, there's no Red Hood element and then, and then on, on top of that, he killed Bruce Yes, it's not fate. The man no right. And he knows, uh, he knows how to tell a story. And I think with that, it's enough for you to forgive those other impressions of, okay, this might not be to one, but you know what? I don't fucking begin regardless. Yeah. So, I, I just even, even like Bruce's interactions with Alfred like the way Bruce treats being Bruce Wayne in his Batman state a lot of it is very and and also I feel like it's very important as well to give Michael Keaton his flowers in this as well because if he didn't work as Bruce Wayne then we wouldn't have any you know yeah. we wouldn't have the iconic Batman like, like, like yeah there's a lot of iconicism in what 89 brought to the character. There's a lot. And it definitely gets overlooked at times when it shouldn't be. But yeah. because of that, and what I do love in general, I, what, what I do love the, the Nolan films more, I have to give Batman 89 the edge on this. Just, I, I have to. I, I get what you're saying, man. On a personal yeah. level, like personally, in terms of my enjoyment of who had the better first movie, I'd say Batman Begins. Although yeah. I wouldn't be able to say that if not for 89. I totally understand why you choose 89. It's an amazing film. And Tim Burton mm -hmm. takes, in terms of the Joker, he takes what would be a pretty goofy-ass character... And he makes him like an actual, a proper villain, basically. Yeah. yeah. And makes how, yeah. Past the same aspect of a comic, you know, lineage. Yeah. 
along with how uh, Michael Keaton does his Bruce Wayne, it was the first time where there was a difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Because even with the Adam West movie, there was no difference. Yeah, and it's also also by Conroy to deepen the voice of Batman as compared to Bruce Wayne. Like, just so, just small little nuggets like that. Of like just acting, and it's acting based observation. Yeah. You know? He he really had to watch the '89 movie and understood the effect it went for. You know, it's just everything has has to be just a perfect confluence, and yeah. they really did it well. And props to everyone involved. You know, and I I, I don't think we'll ever have a level of original telling yeah. that's what we did because everything these days has to be so comic and this and this that there's very little leeway characters to be as unique as they possibly can like I mean just look at us man we're complaining about Nemo in the Mexican <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it could be dope but I, I just feel like we're spoiled. We yeah. are spoiled, but you know, there's nothing wrong with, with being spoiled. But also, I just feel like there's a lot of gold come from ideas. Dude, I think in the past we weren't as nitpicky as we are now because yeah. we weren't really. We weren't really spoiled for comic book action, dude. Like, what we got was what we got. We had to make do. You know, like, if we got campy like Batman, that was what we were going to get, you know? We Just... have we had white paint. Take it. You know? <laughs> dude, Just take it. Accept it. Just accept it. You're not getting anything else. It's... Exactly. Dude, it's like... Uh, oh, my God. The dude, closest... We cry if a character has, has different hair. Oh, my God. It's got... Scar, oh, his hair is ugly. The character's horrible. He's ruined forever. But so is spoiled. But so is spoiled. Oh, dude. Just... But, oh, oh, man, dude. it's hilarious. Hey, we've come a long <laughs> way, man. Like, dude, remember back in the day, it wasn't cool to be a comic book guy. Just you didn't dude. tell anybody that you read comic books. They'd be like, "What? You read comic oh. books? Like, what? Where, where did people get this idea that comic books are for children?" Seriously, just uh. probably people the same people who had written the comics code authority. Yeah, it's for kids. Bullshit. That's bullshit, man. Nowhere did it ever say in the history of comics like these are for children. It's just a coincidence that yeah. it's mostly bought by children. Just bro, Batman was murking niggas in the forties. He was murking motherfuckers. How was that for children? Yeah. Comics code authority, my ass. Fucking Two Face had acid thrown in his face. How is that for kids? Just acid. How was that a? How was that a a a child friendly character? Dude, just. And then comes the comics code authority. Everything's got to change. Like just like, I appreciate. I just I seriously appreciate that Marvel said fuck that. We're gonna make comics anyway. We don't need exactly. your, like, little logo and like, Then he was like, man, fuck them kids, okay? <laughs> We're gonna talk about adultery, okay? Name more fuck How about that? Deal with that. Adultery. <laughs> Dude. 
Dan said, fuck you. <laughs> oh, respect, oh, dude. Man, Stan was so cool, man. Fuck. Man, dude. Alright, you stand B. R.I.P. Hey. I feel like... Hey, man, I remember, like, the first comic that didn't have that, like, seal of approval. Like, it was literally... I remember they were interviewing, like, they were doing a documentary on, like, what it was like back then, having to write comics that fit the comics code. And they were, like, talking about, okay, what, like, there was a story that they really wanted to publish. They'd been sitting on it for a while. And then Stan Leeds yeah. tells them, like, what if we didn't, what if we just took, like, the comics code thing off the comic? Like, yeah, but people will know that the comics code didn't approve this. It's like, nah, dude, no one's gonna notice. And they're like, so they did. They sent the, the comic to the newsstands. They didn't have the comics code approval. No one cared. Nobody cared. They read it anyway. And they loved it. So it raises a point. And that's the point. Yeah. Like, uh. do we really need these people looking over us? Mm-hmm. Dude, there was this one, this one, like, DC comic that you just know was turned down because of racism because there was this issue it wasn't really tied much of anything though it was focusing on this astronaut in space and he was you know doing stuff visiting planets cataloging everything whatever whatever doing space stuff but he didn't take his helmet off he never took his helmet off until the last page of the comic he takes his helmet off and it reveals that it's a black guy the end and that, and they say like this issue isn't appropriate. What the, f- what the fuck did he do? I was like, oh, so, so niggas can't be astronauts now. Is that what you said? Dude, I mean, I, I get it. There were no black astronauts back then, but come the fuck on, dude. It's a comic book. Like, Just if anything, it should be more. You know? Yeah. We don't have. This is the one. This is the one like time where representation does. Like, it truly, truly matters in this case. Because you're right, there is not. Yeah. And he still said, fuck it. <laughs> See, it's like, you can't, even, you can't even pretend that's not racism, dude. You can't even come up yeah. with any reasonable excuse beyond racism. Yeah. Yeah, just... Uh. <laughs> and isn't it just... It, uh, We've kind of forgotten how racist the entire like the only person who was like really yeah, was Stanley. You know, he had, it was like Stan says you know, like each each like you know panel and like you know issue. Stan was a pioneer. Yeah, he was really a pioneer. Like him, Jack Kirby, John Romita, the Chris Claremont, all them guys. Man, they they really nailed it. Dude, like look at the X Men. Just look at the X-Men. The very existence of the X-Men, dude. The allegory of the... Yeah, so, man. It's so transcendental. Like, and obviously these days, it's extremely palpable as well. There are people, it's the MCU, and, it, and we are in the 2020. So, of course, they have been talks to make Magneto black black man right so again people who don't get it who don't understand it they say no you're ruining yeah the character was created after the silver eyes movie 
like Magneto is supposed to be like a mirror for like Malcolm X, not, and you know, so it yeah. makes sense to make him black now. Like, be, he created epic intent, and the dude bros on the Instagram, I've got a character, yeah, and he intended for that. He intended for this to be a reflection of it, and now you're gonna cry. You're gonna cry foul in the 2020 because uh, now we're changing it. No, completely unfounded. And if he was alive, oh, man, he would shut down that fucking argument. He would shut down, dude. And he would like he would he would like a, like a video on the internet. Damn, love socials. That's what I loved about as old as he was, he was still connected. Yeah. You'd stand it down, and 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 and, and then it really be of that oh that really they would really there was a video that you published about like Black Panther maybe it was like 2015 like you know people people really complained about Black Panther when he first came out and and, and he he threatened to walk he was like okay fine so if you don't want this character I will but this this is the character that I'm not taking and I'm gonna stick by him. This this is my baby. Yeah. And it, it, like Stan would kill the entire you know like post woke era, like you, you know just man. He was so ahead of the curve, man. Just yeah, and it's by decades, just scary. By decades. Mm. 